Welcome to the Ty and Kajo Show, the podcast for sports fans in Central and Western Kansas. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the first edition of the Ty and Kajo Show. I'm your host, Ty Josephiak. And I'm Kayla Josephiak. She is my wife, by the way. I am. Not just some random person <laughs> sitting here next to me, but... I got a wild idea this summer to uh, do a podcast and cover sports in Central and Western Kansas. And what better way to spend time with your wife than talking about sports, right? Yeah, I think so. I'm kind of weird, though. I love sports. So, it's football season in Kansas, and we're already on week three, which seems absolutely crazy. Yeah, let's preface this beginning uh, podcast episode with, we were going to have this done about a month ago. But life happens. We have four little kids, and um, we had to update some technology, so we're finally getting it done now. That's what we need to do. We need to tell a little bit about ourselves to get this thing started. I'm Ty. I was born and raised in Roselle. I attended Pawnee Heights High School before I went to K-State, and I moved back and am on the family farm. I used to coach at Pawnee Heights and with four kids and just busy schedule. I decided to give that up, but I'm still very passionate about sports, which kind of led me to this. And go ahead and tell us, tell about yourself. Well, sports is actually what brought us together playing slow pitch. That's true. Um, I am Kayla. I was actually born and raised in Northeast Kansas. I graduated from Onega. Um, so I grew up in the Twin Valley League, um, which very much mirrors the spa league in my opinion or the central prairie or the central prairie league um yes we have four little kids i stay home with them run a household try to stay sane but it's pretty awesome and i am um i've learned a lot about sports since i married ty um i coach volleyball i run a volleyball club here in central and southwest kansas which is a passion of mine but yeah, I'm just excited to hang out with you on the, you know, random nights that we decide to record these and talk about sports. And and later on, he's going to try to, I'm going to try to answer some sports-related questions, and there's a chance. Sports that, trivia. That's sports what trivia, do. and there's a chance that that could go really bad. That might be the most entertaining part of the show, actually. <laughs> uh, the main thing I wanted to cover was just getting... Uh, mainly football scores and basketball scores out there because as a coach it was always hard to find scores and uh, I know football is a little easier because K preps does an awesome job with that but I wanted to focus just on a smaller area uh, mainly the Central Prairie League and the Southern Plains Iroquois Athletic Association which is what I'm most familiar with the spa league as people call it and then just some of the other area schools such as Dodge City, Great Bend, Larned some of the teams in the Central Kansas League. Hayes. What are they in the Hayes whack? Hayes is in the whack. In the whack. Um, just a few. And we're not limited to that. If you guys want to be great guests, I guess. Yeah, if you want to be featured. Yeah, you guys can send us information. Um, I'm really hoping to get te- people to send me more stats so we can have, like, players of the week and that kind of thing. Um, we'll see how it evolves the farther we get into this. But so I'll start it off going over scores from last week. Week two. In week two, we missed week one. We so. we're here now, though. That's right. We we showed up late. 
Uh, first off, let's talk about K-State. I'm a K-State grad, an avid K-State football fan, and they trounced a former Big 12 team. You were so happy. I also graduated from K-State, but I would say that your love of K-State football might be borderline obsession. <laughs> it happens. Yeah, and I'm very excited about this season, but it's also great to beat an SEC team, and they just trounced the Missouri Tigers. Big 12 football. It really, K-State didn't even play well, and they still beat them up pretty good, even after a rain delay. But And how about <laughs> KU football? They won two, are they, hey, they, are they won, coming back? They beat a Big 12 opponent on the road, which is a pretty big deal. I like their new coach. I think he's got them headed in the right direction. I don't think I'd call them in the top half of the Big 12 yet, but we'll see. They got some talent. Those but, are very, very nice words for the Jayhawks. I'm proud of you. Well, it's easy to be nice when you beat a team 13 years in a row or whatever it is. <laughs> but anyway, wait till basketball. Let's get back. Let's get back to the high school <laughs> scores. Let's start out in 11-man ranks. We have the Dodge City Red Demons losing to the Junction City Blue Jays by a score of 42-21. to Did that shock you? Not really. That was a toss-up game for me. I did pick Dodge City to win because Junction was coming off a loss to Hayes. But Junction City is always a good program. Um, and then we have Douglas beating Ellenwood. I know nothing about either one of those teams. Okay, honest question. I was just going to ask you, where is Douglas, Kansas? It is southeast of Wichita. Okay, cool. I'm glad you know your Kansas geography <clears throat> better than me. Former K-Stater Monty Beisel went to Douglas High School. It's the only, only thing I know. The more you listen to us, guys, the more you're going to realize this man is full of random trivia. Useless, useless random information. useless information. Okay, well, who's next? Okay, Hayes put a beating on great men, 33-7. to I think Hayes has a pretty good squad, even after losing a ton of talent last year. Yeah, didn't that one kid go to OU? Yes, he did, and he's in the... He is in the two deep on the depth chart, I believe. And that means he's like second in the line? He's a backup, yeah. Okay. As a true freshman, which is pretty cool. Cool. As a linebacker? I believe so. Yes, I'm finally understanding some positions. Okay. Uh, in Central Kansas League action, Hoisington blank. Tallstead, 28 to nothing. Hoisington's good year in, year out. Pratt beat Heston, which that was a very tough matchup, 28 to 14. And Larned blanked lines 54 to nothing after getting hammered by Pratt the week before. So that was a good win for Larned. I think they're headed in the right direction. They got some they got some good kids there right now. In eight-man action, Kinsley 45 to Otis Bison, 46 to nothing. Uh, Buckland 62, Kiowa County 0. I think Kiowa County has a ton of injuries. I don't think they have big numbers out. Buckland under Coach Trevor Powell has really – Really built a program there. Victoria beat Lacrosse 60 to 14. I believe that game ended at halftime. Victoria is an eight-man two powerhouse every year. Yeah, being from Northeast Kansas growing up, I remember hearing about Victoria. They've always been good. Lacrosse is a very good program as well, and I'm sure they'll bounce back on the season. Maxville is kind of a surprise at two and zero. They beat Central Plains 42 to 12. Coach Kyle Bright's doing a good job getting Maxville headed in the right direction. Who did Maxville beat week one, do you know? St. John. Okay. Very badly. I think they 45'd him. Um, and then I think maybe one of the favorites in eight-man is Meade. They're the defending champs in eight-man one. They beat Hodgman County 48 to nothing. Return a lot of talent from last year. And then Ness City's off to a 2-0 and start after beating St. John 12-8. That is a rare score you see in eight-man. 12-8. Uh, Did somebody I get a safety? 
Well, I haven't heard. I don't know if it was a defensive battle or if offensive struggled. I don't know. <laughs> it, it could have been a lot of well, that. Well, okay, because they would have had to get a touchdown, missed an extra point, and get a safety, or... No. In eight-man, you go for two points. Guys, not many, not many people kick extra points in eight-man. It is... They it don't? can be done. I thought they... Okay. No, you go for a two-point conversion almost every time. Okay. You are new here, aren't you? I grew up with 11-man football. Eight-man just zoomed right past well, it. Well, six-man, you actually get two points for kicking it through and just one for scoring in the end zone. Guys, I'm just here to edit the podcast and hang out with my husband. Let's be real. <laughs> okay, back to it. Where was I? South Central. Uh, South Central beat Sublette 32-26. to 26. That is a that must have been kind of whoever had the ball last type of game. Maybe maybe South Central got the ball last and scored at the end to win. And if you are listening to these and you can give us a little insight to what happened to these in these games, um, please email us, DM us on Twitter or Instagram because absolutely that's what we want. Yeah, I'm kind of a perfectionist and I want to be as like thorough with this as we can be. Um, so moving on, South Gray and Satana. Satana 28, South Gray 22. I believe the game was called in a third quarter from what I heard due to injuries to South Gray. It seems weird being only down six points. They wouldn't have finished it out, but Yikes. I don't know all the details there, so if someone knows, maybe hit me up. And then Mineola beat Spearville 40-20. to Mineola is a program that I, I think is going to have a very good season. A lot of talent back. And in the six-man ranks... I'm only covering the teams that are in the Southern Plains League, which is Ashland, Ingalls, and Pawnee Heights. Ashland beat Golden Plains 56-6. And Ingalls beat Tri-Plains Brewster 41-28. And then my Pawnee Heights Tigers beat Chase 81-60. And must have been just a shootout. I've heard there was a lot of injuries in Week 2 all around the state. Um, as long as my man Avery Johnson at Mays doesn't get hurt, <laughs> the future of K-State football, I'm, I'm just praying everything goes well with him. So that's the rundown of week two. If you guys have any information you want to give me for week three scores, I would love to get that. Week three score game recaps. Just feel free to tweet at us or post on Instagram. I know like Ty's real big in the Twitter world. I don't do Twitter, but he runs our Twitter. So if you want to tweet your scores at us for this upcoming week, um, that would be awesome. It can give us a little more insight who's performing well, who's having awesome games. This is just the first go around. Yeah, and I really do want to do like a players of the week or maybe a team of the week type of thing, but without having a lot of information. On the games, it's hard to know. So we're kind of mirroring this. Um, we both know Chet Couplin, and he has an amazing thing going with sports in Kansas, but they cover the entire state, and that's so hard to give an idea of what's happening like regionally. So that's why we're really diving in and trying to cover Central and Southwest Kansas so that we can give you guys more information about what's happening here in our part of the state. So the more information you guys can feed us, the more that's right. the better this will get. Eventually, Kayla's going to do a little more on the volleyball side, but there's so many volleyball games in a week and a weekend. It might be more of a thing we do a recap like at the end of the season. Yeah, or, or going, maybe. Going into state maybe or something. Yeah, do a state recap. So if there's volleyball coaches out there listening, definitely hit Kayla up. 
and in all honesty, like I'm going to do my best to edit these in a timely fashion and help you out and, you know, raise babies and cook some meals. <laughs> That's right. We'll probably tell more about our kids in um, future episodes. I mean, like in all seriousness, like I think maybe this is just kind of awkward for both of us right now just because we're talking to a computer screen, you know, but yeah. it'll be good. We're not used to talking much. <laughs> Well, we have four we, we kids. We play a lot of zone coverage with our parenting, so we don't always even see each other, do no, we? No, sometimes I'm in especially bed before you new, get home. Especially with a five-month-old, like, she takes off Kayla's time, so I'm She's playing cute, zone though. with the three older ones a yep, lot. Yep, All right, week three, what you got? <clears throat> week three, there's some good matchups in week three. The game of the week in my opinion, is in the 11-man ranks. You have the number one team in 6A, Manhattan, at the number five team in 5A, which is Hayes. And it's at Hayes. It is in Hayes. Maybe that an advantage for the home team. I don't know. I'll go ahead and get my picks here, don't you think, as I yeah. talk the games. I'm going to go with Manhattan in that one. I think Manhattan's just too tough. They're, they're just a powerhouse. They beat Derby in the week one. I don't know who they beat last week. But That's what I was just going to ask you. But I'm, I'm not sure. But I think they're rolling. Hayes has a good program, a good team. And I think they hang in that game for a little bit. And then maybe Manhattan pulls away late. Uh, Bueller at Great Bend is another game. I don't know a lot about either one of those teams. I picked Bueller. Ellenwood at Stanton County. That's a long trip for Ellenwood to go out to Johnson City. Literally in a different time I'm going to take Ellenwood. Ellenwood shots Syracuse the first week of the season, so I'm going to say they have good luck with teams out west. So I'm going to go with Ellenwood in that one. Hoisington at Lions. I think Hoisington rolls Lions. I don't think that will be much of a contest. Larned at Smoky Valley is an intriguing one. I think it's kind of a toss-up, really. I think you have two Pretty solid football teams. I'm going to maybe do with a little bit of a homerism here, and I'm picking the Indians. How about you? I mean, they're both orange and black teams. I don't the know. Smoky Valley, orange and black? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I'm taking Larned. So we'll see We'll see what happens in that one. Pratt at Heston. I think the Greenbacks roll. No, it's not Heston. It's Halstead. It's Halstead. You printed off Halstead. the wrong sheet. Halstead. Pratt at Halstead. I'm going to take Pratt Greenbacks in that. TMP is at Plainville. TMP, I think, is the better team. I'm going to go with them. And then Wichita South at Dodge City. I like Dodge City. They seem to have good luck with the Wichita teams. In eight-man, we have the eight-man game of the week. It's probably between the number four team and eight-man two, Victoria. At Nest City. I am going to go with Victoria in that one. Hopefully, Nest City can find some offense, or that could be a game that gets over quick. Lacrosse at Central Plains. I like the Lacrosse Leopards in that one. Maxwell at Kinsley is another game that I think could be maybe, maybe fairly close, but I like the Mustangs to beat the Kinsley Coyotes. Mineola out South Gray. As far as I know, the game is still on. I know South Gray had lots of injuries. But I like Mineola big in that one. Otis Bison at St. John. This is an interesting one. You know, they used to both be powerhouses back when I was in school. And they've kind of fell on hard times. I like St. John to get its first win of the year over Otis Bison. Satana is at Mead. 
I already said I think Meade may be one of the best eight-man teams in the state, so I like them big in that one. South Central at Kiowa County. I like South Central to beat Kiowa County. Spearville at Hodgman County. I am going with the Spearville Lancers. I know Hodgman County lost their quarterback, Owen Reese, to an injury. I think that hurts them. And Spearville is always known to play good football. Sublette at Buckland. I like the Red Aces to roll big in that one. And that's all the eight-man games. In six-man action, the number two team in six-man, the Ashland Blue Jays, had cleared a Bird City. Holy crap. I don't think it's a neutral site. It says at Shylin, so I'm going to say it's at Bird City. I've made that trip before. I'm going to From Google here, that. it was a long ways. I'm going to Google to see how far that is. So hopefully the Blue Jays can shake off. What do you call that? It's not jet lag, but it kind of feels like it a little <laughs> bit. I'm going to take the Blue Jays to win at Shylin. And then Northern Valley travels to Ingalls. I like the Bulldogs to win. They are 2-0 and for the first time in quite a few years, I believe. And then Tescott travels to Roselle to play Pawnee Heights. And I like Tescott in that one. Pawnee Heights lost quarterback Clayton Hammocky. Okay, guess, got the Google machine up. Guess how many miles it is between Ashland and Bird City. Uh, 210 miles. 264 miles Holy is the moly. fastest route. Four hours and 14 minutes. But you're essentially almost going from Oklahoma to Nebraska. If you've ever been to Bird City, though, Bird City is a very nice town. They treat you really well up there. You get, a, you get a good meal before you come home. Been there, done that a couple times. So that's a good football slate. And I just looked. I picked a ton of the road teams to win. So I'm, I'm taking the road dogs. I only picked four home teams to win, I believe. One, two, three, five, I guess. So if your team was mentioned, if um, we're covering yours or – any info you can get us, that'd be awesome because we'll be able to share more next week. Yes, and follow us on social media where we'll post the schedule and then we'll also post the scores once we get them. So if you guys can – people did a great job last week of letting us know scores. If you can keep doing that, that'd be awesome. I think it's going to be a lot of fun, especially the more involved we can get, the more people that can get us information, the more things we can do, the more things we can talk about. Learning how to edit podcasts. I really want. I really want to get coaches to come on the show and tell us about their team and that kind of thing. So if you're a coach listening, maybe you guys are Bill Snyder and don't want to give out any information. I understand. I'm a little bit like that, so I I understand if you don't want to. But it's a good way to get your athletes and publicity, and uh, tell your friends about us. Listen to us. Next question. We're not done? We're not done. I got questions. Oh. I got questions for you. She says we're not done, so you never question a woman, <laughs> right? What are your thoughts on K-State and Tulane? <clears throat> I think it's one of those games where K-State maybe struggles early and pulls away, wins by two or three scores. Do you think that Kleiman has been showing what he, they can do, or do you think he's kind of pulled in the reins a little bit before a conference play? I think you mean Colin Klein. He's the offensive coordinator. Yeah, but Coach Kleiman is Kleiman like the guy. Kleiman cares about defense. He's not an offensive guy. This is – well, I know Coach Kleiman. I think they've been very vanilla on offense, and I think we'll see a lot more of the passing game, if not this week, definitely against Oklahoma. They're going to have to show more if they want to win bigger games. Who does KU play this week? KU? I don't know. Who do they play? I don't know. I'm looking it up right now. Duke, isn't it? 
Is it? Oh Denver? no, Houston. Houston. At Houston. I. Is that going to be tough? If they can win that game, it'll show that they're for real. They're coming back. Houston just lost a overtime or double overtime game. To Texas Tech. Tech. Yeah, as far as state colleges go, Fort Hayes, I don't believe has won a game yet. I think I need you know, I need to do a better job of following those schools, and in the future I will. Uh, Washburn, I believe, is two and zero. I'm not sure about Pitt State. Couldn't tell you. Couldn't I watch you. a lot of if you give a mouse a cookie. <laughs> And yeah, you probably do. He didn't mention this earlier. We are NFL fans. He is a diehard 49ers um, fan. Don't bring that up after this week. Um, it was a little rough this week. I know more about NFL football now because of you. I've got my favorite players. Couldn't hey, tell I, I like the Chiefs, too. I call them my second team, though. If they're playing the Niners, it's always the Niners. Okay, but, but San what? Francisco is NFC and Chiefs are AFC, That's right? Okay. Okay. Right. <clears throat> yeah. All right. You oh, we'll get we'll get more into NFL talk when it starts up too. We've only had one week, so I know, but it's and just... I don't want to talk about it. Really, <laughs> you don't lose to the Bears and expect to have a good season. Yeah, but, but it was bad weather conditions. George Kittle didn't play. That's my excuse. Bad but. weather conditions. Hey, if there's anything you guys want to hear about, let us know. We're a work in progress. We exactly. can only get better. So. Feel free to reach out, DM us. I am a first-time podcaster, by the way, if you can't tell. Yeah, so am I. <laughs> um, I, our... Uh, <coughs> allergies. Go ahead. Our handles are just at Ty and KJO Show, um, Instagram and Twitter. I run the Instagram, he runs the Twitter. Uh, we don't really have a Facebook, but I guess if we post them on there, we'll just make them public so you can see them if we can get a big enough following we might we might get a facebook profile or something for the old people lord uh, is, that, is that what old people do facebook that's what my grandma's on I, i'm actually kind of an old person so i do facebook but <laughs> facebook's just drama i don't know what tiktok and all that is oh, i stay lord. away from that no i no all right you got anything else babe nope i think it was uh, it was good it was fun to talk with you i think it was good keep us updated on what's happening in your neck of the woods and uh we'll catch you next week